Hi, it's Tigo Venturi with the Venturi Group of Real Broker. And I've got a very special guest this week talking about how the county figures out the value of properties and what the role is. And we have uh, Damian Laura with the uh, the Bernalillo County Assessor. And so thank you for being here. I really appreciate it and talking about what you do, because I know it's a question that always comes up, especially in the real estate world. Oh, absolutely. Well, first and foremost, uh, thank you for having us of course. Uh, here today, Tigo. We really appreciate it. Um, we are very excited um, to work with not only uh, with the realtor community, but all property owners and, yeah. and have an opportunity to explain what the Office of the County Assessor actually does and what kind of services and assistance we can really offer uh, to all of the property owners here in Bernalillo County. Perfect. Well, that's on my list. So we're, we'll get, we'll go into that. So I, what I want to, I think even in the realtor community, there's some confusion. There's the, you have a county assessor, you have a county clerk, and you have a county treasurer. So can you, I, I had uh, um, um, Treasurer Beerson not too long ago, and you know I kind of asked her the same question. But what what does the treasurer, or excuse me, what does the assessor do versus the other two? Well, absolutely. So in in the life cycle of sort of a, of a property owner, right? When you purchase your property, um, you file your warranty deeds or your mortgage or all of your titles of, of conveyances with the county clerk, yeah. and that's their responsibility really to have the public documents um, stored, you know, for whatever reason, if you lose yours, if there's a fire, you'll have those documents of conveyance and really tracking that. And they really, the clerk serves as the repository of those public documents uh, in the county office, in Got the it. county clerk's office. From there, um, you also file, you know, the, your sales transfer affidavits, which I'm, I'm sure yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. you're very familiar with, with the county assessor's office. The county assessor's office is responsible for uh, applying and assisting property owners with their tax savings programs, right? You know, mm -hmm. your head of family exemption, if you're a veteran, your uh, veterans exemptions, if you're a senior citizen or if you're disabled with your valuation freeze yep. documentations. And we're also in charge of putting a value on your home, right? So not only do we use the county clerk's documents to ensure that we have identified the proper owner of that property, but then we also assist in ensuring that we put a value on that property. Um, and so we're in charge of assisting with um, ensuring that you have disclosures like what is your valuation going to yeah. be, the, yeah. you know, yeah. after you purchase it, yeah. um, if your property is in a PID and, and how much that might be. So we assist property owners with that type of information and putting a value on property. And then, and then, and then, so in, in what Treasurer Beer said is basically she's the bill collector. Correct. So the, the county assessor has nothing to do with your taxes, contrary to popular belief. That, <laughs> that's all uh, Nancy Beers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and of course, the county commissioners who, who sort of set the budget for the county and, and your yeah. city council uh, members who set, you know, the, the values and budgets for their taxing authorities. Yeah. Okay, got it. So let me ask just about you. What... How did you get into, well, first off, it's an elected position, correct? correct. So how did you get down this road to being assessor? Um, well, it's it's a long and windy road as, as many of us uh, in the real estate industry kind of, kind of yeah, say, you know, yeah. very few of us uh, at the age of five uh, say, I want to grow up yeah, to be the, yeah. the assessor uh, or something like that. But so I have been in policy for many years. Okay. Uh, I'm a, an attorney 
um, by trade and um, worked as a staff attorney at the state legislature. I worked in the halls of Congress uh, for a congressional member organization. Um, And then um, during that time, um, I worked a lot and focused on the tax code. So gross receipts tax, income tax, and of course, property taxes. Um, The the former uh, county assessor asked me to be her deputy assessor. Um, And it was an opportunity for me to see really the implementation of that property tax code, the limitation on increases at 3% cap, and then what we've kind of learned to see as as tax lightning and implementing all of those tax savings programs. So that's how I got into the position, uh, into the assessment of of homes uh, for Bernalillo County. So it's uh, how long is your term then? How is it? Four years. It's a four year. So okay. we have a four year term and then we're eligible for one reelection mm-hmm. for another four years. So that we can only serve two consecutive terms. Got it. Got it. Okay, cool. Well, that, I, I mean, I kind of knew that, but it was, I, I and I, I known that you, you had a, a law background and, and, and so on. So it's just kind of interesting to find out. So let, let's, um, let's jump into this. So you kind of said this, but what are, what are the biggest like misconception of, of the assessor office and what the assessor does? Right. So I think the biggest misconception is uh, the tax portion of it, right? So while yes, your value is used to determine the, the taxes, we really have no say. It's kind of one of these checks and balances. Mm-hmm. So a lot of property owners come in and say, hey, my taxes are too high. And then I say, okay, well, you know, how much is your house worth? He said, oh, no, the, my, the value is fine. Right. It's the taxes that I, that I, that I have an issue with. And, and unfortunately, <laughs> all that the assessor does is put a value on it. Yeah. Um, you know. Yeah. So but I'm sure you don't say it, but I can say it is like, no, not my department. <laughs> you know, right. right. It's, I mean, it's obviously it, it's the I don't want to get too wonky on this, but the, the way taxes are determined is done by the the county. control formula. Yeah, okay. Right. So, okay. There, there's so, a formula. Yeah. Yeah. So I can kind of give you a quick, yeah, yeah, a quick synopsis of it, 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 the way that that we look at it. So, um, the assessor's office is charged with putting a value on all of the property, right? Right. And then you have all of the taxing authorities, county, city, schools, hospitals, all of that. And they send a budget over to taxation and revenue uh, DFA, local governments divisions. And then they say, how much money is it going to take to meet those budgets? Yeah. They take the value, they take the budget, and then they fill in the mill rate or the tax rate yeah. for your property. And that's right. really what sets your taxes for the following year. Um, and that's based on the where you live, whether you're a municipality. And so that's how uh, your taxes are, are calculated. So what properties do you assess? I'm assuming it's any property that that could be taxed. Is that a fair way to put it? Absolutely. So we value uh, mobile homes. We value all real estate property. We value um, transmission lines, pipelines. We we value um, business personal equipment. Mm -hmm. Uh, We value uh, all of the things that that are in the the property tax code set for, for valuation. Um, and then the state also values what's called centrally assessed. So if a company has assets across county lines, mm-hmm. they're responsible for that. They're also responsible for things like 
railroad car railroad cars and things of that nature wow. uh, they also value airplanes uh, we value the hangars and that type of property uh, the only real thing that we don't value are vehicles because that's mvd yeah you, know, you pay your, your tax title and license to yeah. motor vehicles division right. but the rest of that we value in bernalillo county i i had the opportunity unfortunately to have to pay my my uh, mvd uh, fees for uh, arizona oh oh my gosh it is so expensive over there anyway okay absolutely I, and, and so yeah. and while taxes aren't my department you know typically a, a, a quick way to figure how much your your home is going to be valued it's about one and a half percent off of that value is just a quick way to kind of gauge get a gauge of what you're going to pay in taxes um we are one of the lowest uh property tax states in, in the country and and you know we say that in the real estate world in the real estate space as, as real estate agent and real estate uh, team owner here, we say that all the time. It's like yes, maybe that house in Houston is less expensive, or you can get more house for the money. But you better calculate what the tax taxes are too, because Texas tax property taxes are really high, very high, very high. So um, yeah, I, I I have talked about that before. We um, one of the things that I'm always talking about is yes. Home prices have gone up a lot in New mm -hmm. Mexico, no, no doubt about it. 50% in the last four years, for example, right? So, but yet we're still one of the more affordable communities, especially in the Southwest United States. Oh, absolutely. And, and, um, and if you take advantage of your 3% cap, as well as your other tax savings programs, that really does protect you from that very high increase from year after year. Yeah, I wanna, I wanna talk about that. So, so first off, when a, when a property transfers ownership, mm -hmm. it gets reassessed, correct? Correct. What, what's the process there? So you get something from the clerk saying, hey, this property sold or transferred, mm -hmm. whatever. H how does that work then? How do you determine? So, right. So first and foremost, we have to identify the ownership. And if, okay. uh, according to statute, if there's a change of ownership, and if there is, then the law requires us to, to bring that property up to its current and correct value. Okay. We set that current and correct value very similar to how a real estate agent does a market analysis uh, to determine if they're going to sell the house, yeah. right? And and they could be right on or they could be a, a little bit off, right? You can list a house for two ninety five and and end up it sold for three hundred thousand well, in, in in a day. Yeah, <laughs> we always joke. You get five different appraisers to go out and put you know an appraisal on a property. You're going to get five different numbers, right? It's, Absolutely. It's, it's it's so it is it is an opinion of value. Yes. 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 <laughs> So, so when a property transfers ownership, it does get reassessed at that that value, whatever right. that transfer value. January first of the following year, absolutely. Yeah. So it is there is you know, there's a lag, and we've seen that before, where people call us a year later and said, "Oh my gosh, my property value went, you know, my taxes went up X amount." And right. Like, so, so that is why that um, disclosure is so important, and and we really yeah. do try to work in our. We have a new website. Um, that's going to come out and it's going to provide that disclosure based on typically it's based on the sales price is what most realtors or most property owners put into that space. Yeah. Uh, a proper um, alternative would be sort of that market analysis yeah. um, to yeah. put into that place. Uh, we do value as of January 1st of each year. So we use the, the previous year's sales. So we sure. very similarly do a sales ratio study on what properties are being sold in that neighborhood for that square footage for that condition, for that year built. And we use that to model a, a price per square footage. Now, we use what's called an International Assessing Office, uh, Association of Assessing Offices, which mm -hmm. is the IAAO, those are our standards. 
for my administration, we stay within 110 to 80%. That's the industry standard. So we don't want to necessarily hit every house at 100% of market value. We probably want to hit between 90 and 85, maybe 80% of what we really believe to be true market, fair market value, because that's really what's most fair to the property owner. Sure. And and so let's let's talk about the other thing. So if you're in your home, mm-hmm. there's a 3% cap, right? Absolutely. It, it, so, so explain that. I know that's a state statute, correct? Or correct. state law or whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it, right? Yes. So, so if, if I have a home and I haven't moved, literally, actually, I haven't moved in 20 years, right? <laughs> I'm actually in Sandoval County, right. but, um, but um, the the assessment can only go up 3% per year. Is that correct? Exactly. Okay. So that that's um, good to know, right? So like you said, um, you know, just over the last couple of years or, or even over the span um, that we were talking about, you said, you know, properties have gone up 50%. Yeah. That can be very difficult for some homeowners to keep up with that level of inflation. Well, and especially that level of people, taxes. you know, we see a lot of people that maybe the home is free and clear. They have very little debt or no mm-hmm. debt. They're on a fixed income. Um, they That could be a big problem right. for people, especially be, elderly people. Right? Yes, absolutely. So yeah. it, it really incentivizes people staying in their home. And and having some oh, sort no, of no, we don't want that right now. Right, absolutely. <laughs> but unfortunately, or or fortunately, um, you know, that's sort of the culture that that we've seen in New Mexico. Yeah, yeah right. Sure, you know, sure. families that have owned a piece of land for a hundred years or yeah. things of that nature. So that's a policy decision that that is made by the state legislature. Um, but you're right. You're absolutely right. You know. So what if I'm one of these families that you know bought a starter home and then moved up to a, to a little larger home when I have a family, and now I'm an, I'm an empty nester, yeah. um, but I've had that home you know, for 20, 25 years, right. you know, from birth of my children all the way to them leaving yeah. the nest at yeah. 25 yeah. or 30 years old, mm-hmm. and now I'm thinking, you're, you know, talking, maybe you're like talking right. about me Absolutely. right now. Yeah, so, yeah. so now maybe you're thinking, you know, maybe I want to downgrade my home, yeah. but it may be that buying a smaller home may be valued at a higher rate than the home that you're currently on because of that 3% cap. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll just go off script here just a minute. Absolutely. We're seeing that a lot right now Mm -hmm. in the real estate world in Albuquerque where you've got people that have basically a low home payment because mortgage rates were so low for so long, right? Now we're at 7% mortgages, not 3 and 4% mortgages. And like you said, right there, you know, they start looking at it's like, well, I could downsize. I don't need all this house, but they're going, well, it's cheaper for me to just stay put. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I was joking earlier. And I said, you know, no, we want people to lift their head because, (laughs) you know, you, you toured our office here and, you know, we had some, some agents here are working and they're, they're trying to find homes for buyers. There's a lot of people that want homes and there's just very, very limited right now in in our market. So, okay. That, that's my little pitch on, on the real, the real estate market update. Okay. So you, you said, alluded to this a couple of times was, programs, savings programs, Absolutely. tax savings programs. So kind of give me the bullet point list of, of what's available for folks. Absolutely. So our property tax savings programs uh, include a wide range uh, for a lot of different individuals, right? Mm-hmm. So we, we have the most common. So if you own your home, it's the head of family. Mm-hmm. Um, but that doesn't mean that you need to be, you know, married or, you know, it's, it's very different from your taxes. So it's single people that own their home, um, you know, families, uh, single parent homes, or, or, you know, married couples, yep. all of those are included in that okay. one. And that is $2,000 off the taxable value of your property. So that's a great incentive for people who are their primary residents. Well, I know you're the 
Bernalillo County uh, assessor, but is that statewide? That is, is statewide. That is statewide. That okay. is statewide. Yeah. So all of these um, property tax savings yeah. are, are set by statute. And I saw, wait, you're you're like the the big hot head honcho, something with the state assessor um, so, uh, organization or something, right? <laughs> you yeah. can th thank you so much. Yes, yeah. <laughs> uh, I was very fortunate enough to have been elected um, by all 33 unanimously. Um, my peers, uh, all 33 county assessors, both Republicans and Democrats, um, chose to elect me as the chair of the assessors affiliate for the New Mexico counties association. Awesome. So yeah, we're, we're very excited about that. It's a, it's a great honor. It's a great responsibility. Uh, I have a vice chair, a treasurer and a secretary who are also very knowledgeable. Yeah. Uh, and I'm very happy to have a really good team, um, who are very like-minded in wanting to advocate for property owners. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good. Sorry. I got us off track there. So, okay. We were talking about, um, um yeah, so these sa are all savings programs. Yes. All, yeah. all of these are, yeah. uh, across state. So the county assessors really only answer to the state of New Mexico and property tax division and the director of property tax division um, in setting and implementing state statutes. So mm -hmm. um, while county ordinances or city ordinances may vary, your county assessor really follows the state law. Mm -hmm. And so that is, a, that is a state law. Um, the other one is, is for our veterans. Mm -hmm. um, we have uh, $4,000 off the taxable value of your property. Or if you're a hundred percent disabled um, service-related uh, service member, uh, then you pay zero taxes, and that is um, includes special assessments and and all of the other things. So you are free and clear of paying any taxes if you're a hundred percent disabled veteran. I just helped a client purchase a property, and that property fell into that category. And he's, I'm like, well, you're going to get reassessed, but you're going to have a, a deal here for a little bit because, you know, obviously the taxes are in the rears. So absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and the, and the veteran can choose to leave that exemption for the year current in their, on their property or move it to their new existing property. And, and we can help uh, assist them with that as well. Got it. Okay. We also, oh, oh that's okay. That's yeah, interesting. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Got it. So you'll just have to flag that for us or let them know and, let the veteran know and um, the service member can come in and, and we can get that all squared away for okay, them. Cool, cool. We also uh, have valuation freeze for disabled people, people with, with disabilities. Um, so your value won't go up any further. There is a- uh, Not even the 3%, just- Not even nothing, the 3%, just, free, just zero. Frozen, just frozen. Just frozen okay. completely. Got it. Um, so if you make less currently, and it goes up for inflation every year, there is an mm -hmm. uh, income requirement for that. It, currently it's 40,400, mm -hmm. um, as well as for uh, senior citizens, uh, mm -hmm. people who are 65 years of age or older, mm -hmm. and also make, uh, uh, make 40,400 or less. Got it. Qualify for valuation freeze. Um, Got it. Got now, we, as we've mentioned, sort of the misconception for this is, is like my, my property value was frozen. And we say, yes, your property value was frozen. But if the tax rate, if the mill rate goes up, yeah. you're, you're going to see an increase in, in your taxes, yeah. even though your value hasn't changed. So that there, there is that, that caveat there as well that we want to make sure everybody knows. Yeah. Yeah. So let's, um, Let's talk about notice of values. I think Absolutely. That's when, when we're talking, and, and by the way, we're we're talking to the uh, Bernalillo County Assessor, uh, Damian Laura, and um, I, I think that's probably what everybody knows the assessor for. Is Absolutely, I get this, yeah. Get this letter in the mail. <laughs> you know, I own a property. I get this letter in, this, in the mail, and we get the calls, you know, in the real estate world where it's like they get it and they go, maybe they're a first-time homeowner, and like, what do I do with this? What am I supposed to do? So, um, 
I'm assuming that the notice of value is, uh, is again, that's a requirement. It's a state statute, I would, I would Correct. assume. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so what exactly is the purpose of that and, and, and what should people do with it? Absolutely. So, you know, um, like most all taxes in the, sta- in, the, in the country and, and not just in the state of New Mexico, we really are um, what we refer to as sort of a self-rendering yeah. um, system, right? You know, the, the IRS doesn't tell you how much taxes you owe. They, you fill out a form and you tell them how much you made and you kind of figure out and say, okay, yeah. this is how much I owe. This is how much going to pay you. And then we're in charge to kind of figure that out. So similarly, really every property owner by the last day of February is technically supposed to notify the county assessor's office if there has been a change of use uh, in their property, what they're rendering and those things, it doesn't happen. <laughs> so the second opportunity is, is for us to try and get that information correct, right? Yeah. Uh, like you said, uh, you might send out three different appraisers to the same property and you may get three different values or opinions of value on that one. So this is an opportunity for the county assessors to let the property owner know, hey, this is what we have your property valued at. Did we get it right? Yeah. Second, these are the tax, you know, property tax saving programs that we think you qualify for and that you've submitted an application for. Is that correct? You know, so those are, is the opportunity for the property owner to look at that value and maybe reach out to a realtor and say, hey, um, this is what um, my property is being valued at. Can you do a market analysis? Maybe I want to sell it. You know, so typically I tell property owners, if you see that notice of value and you would sell your property for that, for yeah. that value, yeah. you might want to come in and, yeah. and let us know, uh, right? Or if you don't see a tax savings program that you might be eligible for. Um, that's also an opportunity for you to come in and let us know. And so we will fix that um, at that time. You can file what we typically refer to as a protest mm-hmm. or, uh, or an appeals in, in other states. And you come in and we work very collaboratively. So um, my administration and my perspective is, is just that. It is an elected official position. We are advocates for property owners. And we want to work with property owners to ensure that they are maximizing their property tax savings and that we have the right value for their property. Got it. I know I, I heard an analogy in this, but let me ask you, ask you, why do we need to put assessments? Why do we need to put values on every, every property? Why can't we just say, okay, you own a property, you pay this much. You own a property, you pay the same amount. So property taxes are typically referred to as the most sort of progressive three-legged stool of funding critical government services, particularly county services, our yeah. firefighters, our roads, our you know, uh, waste and water treatment, our garbage and everything else. And, and they are have traditionally and historically been what's referred to as ad valorem. So value added is really translation in, in Latin for those of us who don't speak yeah. Latin. Yeah. And it is based on the, the value of the property. So you pay based on the value of your property. So the mill rate is going to be the same you know, whether that's 48 mils or 52 mils, you pay, that's the tax rate and it's based on the value of your property. So we, we look at it at this analogy, right? Let's say five of us or seven of us go out to dinner yes. and I order, you know, the appetizer for an entree mm-hmm. and you decide to get caviar and lobster, yeah. you know, $160 bottle of wine. Yeah. Uh, and then to say, okay, we're going to split the bill in equals five parts, yeah, doesn't seem very fair, does it? Yeah, right. 
So that, that's, that's the exact of, analogy I had heard too. Okay, it well, makes perfect sense. Yeah. Yes, yes. It's you know, it's hey, if you want a two million dollar house, that's great. That's fine. Just understand that you're going to pay a larger share than somebody in a two hundred thousand dollar house. And so technically, the share is the same based on the value. So the mill rate is the same. Just your value is higher. So that's why the percent or the multiplications is going to end up higher. Math. Math. Yeah. So it's like the tip, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. the more you spend, yeah. Yeah. the more the tip you're going to give. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. That makes perfect sense. Um, we're, we're, I got, I, th this is my question. Cause that's what I am. You know, I'm the, the MLS president this year. Oh, and, congratulations. And very, very, yeah. No, awesome. I've been doing that. I've been volunteering with the, uh, the realtor association for many years, but, um, you know, the technology in the real estate world in, in my world has just, it's, it's kind of nutty, the, wow. the prop tech uh, world. But what are you guys doing technology wise to help you, um, in, in your, your role and what you're doing and how you're coming up with values and then other, you know, communicating with clients and so on? Oh, absolutely. So we I say clients, I meant yeah, and, and we do owners. see them. Yeah, and we I, do see clients. them as clients. Yeah, they yeah, are yeah. there are our clients. There yeah. are our bosses. <laughs> yeah, you know, we uh, in our office we say that um, we all work together. Uh, nobody works for anybody else. We only work for our property owners and for our clients, as you say. Yeah. So there are yeah. clients and our bosses. So we are really we um, have spent over a million dollars upgrading our camera system. That's our computer assisted mass appraisal system. Mm -hmm. We're also out um, rolling out a new information for our website that does a great job of doing community engagement that provides services for property owners, like letting them know those disclosures of what your property taxes might be in the coming years, um, what valuations there are and engaging those as well as providing those property tax savings and giving them an opportunity to see where that money is going and um, where they can do to have those valuations adjusted and working with our office to ensure that they're only paying their fair share of taxes. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Okay. No, that that's good. And it, you know, there's so much, so many things moving so fast in the, in what I call the prop tech world where it's, you know, all these automated valuation models and all these different things that are out there. And I'm assuming you're doing the same type of thing. In, Abs in absolutely. Your, in your space. Okay. There, there's no way to value almost 290,000 individual properties um, one at a time with one appraiser looking at each one. So we yeah. do do a, a modeling system, camera system. What resources, somebody has questions, they've got, just want to understand Obviously, you've got, we've got, you know, burnco.gov and I'm a slash assessor, slash assessor. Okay. Easy enough. And, and what can people find there? Absolutely. So they can find our, our tab. So we did just bring up uh, revamping our, our value, our value added uh, website, mm -hmm. uh, a tab that says property tax savings programs. And you can see all of the list of property tax savings programs, whether you're a rancher or farmer or a senior citizen, all of the property tax savings programs are located right away. Second, we are really ensuring that we meet state statutes by providing those disclosures. If I am a new homeowner, what should I know? Um, what might my taxes be in the following year based on my sales price or based on my sales uh, market sales analysis? Mm -hmm. um, do I live in a PID, in a, in a public improvement district? Yeah. And how much is that going to be, right? So all of those things that you can find on there. We also ensure that we have all of those applications right on hand for you to be able to apply online and have really online services to go right onto the website, 
do it there. Or if you have any questions, you can come into our office. So our phone number is 505-222-3700. Okay. We are the only county department office that still has a live person that you can talk to. We may not have all of the answers for you and we may have to transfer you to a different department, but if you're asking assessment questions, you can always talk to one of our incredibly knowledgeable customer service representatives to ensure that you know exactly what's going on with your property. Well, that's great. I, I, I had a need to call uh, the Torrance County and, you know, all due respect to Torrance <laughs> County, it's a small county. They don't have much of a budget. And yeah, I, it, it took me a while to get, get an answer, but, um, you know. So absolutely. It, yeah. we, we do have an automated um, system for uh, emails and everything else, but we do have live people. Uh, we can't always get you that answer right away, yeah. but we always follow up 100% of the time to make sure you have the answer to your question. Well, I, uh, in realtor community, obviously we appreciate the, the, the tax estimate tool that yes. you have there. Cause when we help somebody buy or sell or mo mostly on the buy side, you know, we need to at least offer that, that person, this is what the home is going to assess at or potentially mm -hmm. be taxed at in the future you know, based on the current sale price, not what it what it was in the past. Absolutely. So, and that uh, can be a big difference, like you've mentioned. You know, for oh, yeah. those of us yeah. who have lived in our home for 20 years, yeah. it's going to be very different from somebody that buys that same house yeah. the following year. Yeah. Well, Demian, Laura, Assessor, Bernalillo County, appreciate you uh, coming in and talking to us. It was very informative, and uh, I hope people get uh, get some good, good knowledge and information out of this. And uh, again, it's uh, burnco.gov slash assessor slash assessor if you've got any questions about um how, what they do and and how they can help you thanks for watching and take care